We all know I'm only hosting because Tony Shalhoub isn't answering Jacob's calls, but we're gonna make the most of it. The new slimmer PS5 apparently requires an internet connection to pair the console to its removable disk drive. Have they never heard of USB? This is according to leaked images of the Modern Warfare 3 PS5 bundle featuring the text, internet connection required to pair disk drive and PS5 console upon setup in fine print. That friend to cunning businessmen and enemy to everyone else. Sony hasn't commented on why exactly your console has to fire off an email because you plugged in a disk drive, but gamers have theorized that the drive and motherboard must share a little kiss to seal their marriage in the eyes of the law. Of course, that isn't that big of a deal until some hypothetical point in the future when Sony decides to, oh, I don't know, shut down their disk drive authentication server. And then if they one day shut down the PS5 store, will you be able to play games on it at all? Or will it just become e-waste? Hopefully not, since the new slim and diskless version of the PS5 costs $50 more than the old one did, which also came with its vertical stand. And I get it, Sony. What, it's only $30 and it's compatible with all PS5 models. But the old model already had the stand. Why would I buy the new stand for it? I won't stand for it. Terrible. <laughs> In consoles that can stand on their own news, Xbox had a partner preview event yesterday to show off their hottest decade old games and other things like sequels to decade old games. We got our first in-engine look at the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, confusingly named Metal Gear Solid Delta, even though there isn't a single triangle or Greek character in the game. And while you might think that fans of the Metal Gear series would be excited, some are upset because while the remake's graphics do look realistic, many feel that it's lost the art direction and style of the 2004 original. Kind of like when that fan put Mario in Unreal Engine 4 and it felt less woohoo and more why? <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the much-anticipated Alan Wake sequel got a launch trailer ahead of its launch tomorrow, while the controversial remaster to Ark Survival Evolved actually launched alongside its new trailer after showing off nothing but a screenshot a week ago. Everyone's timelines are just kind of all over the place. Beautiful though. Realistically, all of it fails to compare to the GTA 6 reveal because that didn't happen, despite fans going absolutely bonkers this week with conspiracy theories. At this point, I'd almost rather Rockstar didn't release the game. GTA 6 fans must know that there aren't actually game teasers hidden on the moon, right? But it's fun to pretend, right? <laughs> In other news, brand new details have emerged about Unity's disastrous install fee program thanks to a report by Mobile Gamer. According to the outlet, company insiders told them that the idea was rushed out despite internal concerns that it would be received exactly the way that it was received. While those sources mentioned that naive management and falling share prices were factors, uh, those are basically the two slices of bread that everyone uses to make a stupid business decision center, uh, delicious. A bigger reason may have been a desire to gain ground in the mobile ad market. See, last year, Unity bought Iron Source, a mobile game marketing and monetization company. Sources claimed that Unity was intending to waive their install fee for large mobile publishers if they used Iron Source instead of its competitor and underage company buying beer with a fake ID, AppLovin. Before the install fee announcement, a large mobile publisher allegedly refused big money to switch from AppLovin to Iron Source. 
And after doing so, someone high up in IronSource told the publisher that was the last offer and they will have to switch to IronSource in the future. So while Unity planned to give them an offer they couldn't refuse, developer Backlash sent their original plan to sleep with the fishes. Now it is time for the Rapid Morsels, brought to you by Dbrand and their tempered glass screen protectors for the Nintendo Switch, Steam Deck, RG Ally, and Legion Go. Let Dbrand be your Legion bro by giving you flawless optical clarity, knife-proof scratch resistance, and an extra screen protector with every order so that you can completely blow it on your first application attempt. Visit IamVeryShort.com and enter the code GAMELINKED to get 10% off your entire purchase. Joke's on them because it's their domain, so they're the ones who are short. Quick saves are the new name for these smaller stories. Really, quick saves. I kind of like it. Halo Infinite is experiencing what some are calling a comeback thanks to its season five launch last week because launching in a sad state and becoming playable years later is what games do now and it's Halo's turn. Steam player counts have more than doubled compared to a month ago thanks to better progression and customization, enemy NPCs in forge mode and some decent new maps. As PC Gamer points out, there's still a fair bit of jank, but hey, if No Man's Sky, Cyberpunk 2077, and Battlefield 2042 can finish the fight, then by God, Master Chief can too. Maybe. Bring back the Arbiter and then we'll talk. Colossal Order has issued its first major patch to City Skylines 2, which launched earlier this week as a um, <coughs> struggling mess. A few days prior to launch, the developer stated in a Reddit AMA that they were targeting 30 FPS because, and I quote, higher FPS has no real benefit in a city builder. That's fair enough, but the problem at launch was less that players couldn't lay out their sewer lines in glorious 144 Hz 4K, and more that frame rates were occasionally dropping to zero, making even relatively powerful machines chug like a concrete smoothie. Skull and Bones has reportedly been delayed, shocking everyone who just woke up from a six year long coma. This is the game's eighth delay, a story tradition stretching all the way back to 2017, or actually 2013 if you include when it was originally an expansion for Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And a bigger, more unfortunate surprise is that another large game, thought to be Star Wars Outlaws, is also being delayed. I guess this is the price of Squadron 42 becoming feature complete. The universe must somehow be balanced. I still don't believe, I won't believe it until I play it. The film adaptation of horror game Five Nights at Freddy's releases tomorrow and early reviews seem to indicate that it's not very scary. Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, it might've helped if they hadn't given all the twists away in the trailer. Like who does that? Some fans were also disappointed by the film's PG-13 rating and hoped for the eventual release of an R-rated cut, but the director has rejected the idea. Personally, I'm waiting for the most authentic Five Nights at Freddy's movie experience where Markiplier's face is in a box at the top left and I watch him watch the movie and then I scream. Is that the bite of 87? And the game series formerly known as Yakuza is continuing its storied tradition of revolutionizing how many games a single game can be. The upcoming title, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth will feature Dondoko Island, which is basically Animal Crossing. So after a quick dolphin ride, players can experience all their favorite AC activities like catching bugs and fish, um, buying and crafting unique decorations to customize their island, developing friendships with the other residents and beating up wild boar. I mean, look, we all thought about it when truffles wouldn't move up. I mean, I'm trying to curate an aesthetic here. With that, and I'm also trying to curate more tech news. Come back on Tuesday for more Game Linked. It's okay, you're safe here. 
Truffles can't find you. She's behind you! Ah!